0: Hello friends. Welcome to episode 25 of the New York City K-pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host Emily. And I'm Charity. Charity, we have a fun show tonight. We're going to go over some poll results from last week. Of course, we've got some shout outs to our queendom. And then we ha- have an album from G-Friend, who we've talked about briefly on this podcast, but we've never reviewed anything from them. So we're going to review the latest from those ladies. Your boy, Taman, has another new release. He's really giving us a lot of content this year, so we'll go ahead and dissect that for all of you. Treasure, candidate for Rookie of the Year group, released something else that's been talked about quite a bit this week, so we'll give you our thoughts on that. On the other side of the coin, Super Junior, the OGs, they released their first single off their upcoming album, so we'll go ahead and review that for you. Han from Stray Kids dropped a fire track. You know we have to talk about that. Super MMtopia, last couple episodes were last week. We'll give you our thoughts on that as we always do. Tons of K pop news. Things are getting getting crazy in the world of K pop. I think it's year end, I don't know, but we have a lot to go over. And of course we'll give you our song of the week. Before we dive in, Charity, how are you doing tonight? I am so good.
1: I was eating up all this amazing music this week. Oh my goodness. I was so happy.
0: <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm excited to talk about a new group. I love when we review new groups. And then Taman. Yeah. He's oh, really, yes. <laughs> there's a lot going on with Taman this year. I don't know when he sleeps or eats between Super M and all of these solo releases. There's been a lot just in the last couple months. It's I know. wow. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun, fun week for the New York City K Pop Queens. Before we dive in though, let's go over some poll results from last week. Yeah. So, as you all know, or maybe if this is your first time listening, welcome. Every week during conversations, we'll kind of wonder how you feel about something. And we ask our community, our queendom, to weigh in. So please give us a follow Twitter and Instagram, NYC K-pop queens. We'll follow you back. We want to chat with you. Shoot us DMs. Let us know how you feel. But one way we gauge this is polls. So last week we had three separate polls. The first one came up when we were talking about Monster X because Honey mentioned he loves watching fan reaction videos, and that's something that's come up a few times with us. So we said maybe we should do reaction videos. How would you guys feel about that? And 78% of our queendom said they're in, Charity. They're dying to see what we look like. We should do it. So keep your eyes peeled, I guess, for YouTube. Not sure how quickly we can get this done for you, but I think it's safe to say we're going to try our best to give some uh, K-pop music video reactions, right? (laughs) Yes, I'm down. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do it. So... That could be nerve wracking. We shall see. Um, be kind, but guys, thank you all kind. so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, That's that's nerve wracking to get in front of the camera, but for K-pop and for our queendom, we will do it. Okay, the next one we talked about Mama Moo, and I feel like we've talked about them a lot the past couple weeks. They've had new releases, they've had hit and misses with both of us, music videos and concept, and. We were kind of wondering what the fandom is for Mamamoo, and especially with all of you, if you're like a big fan, kind of how you feel, because we know Charity loves them. For me, they're okay. So we asked, are you a big fan? They're okay or not my vibe? Those were the three choices. 26% said big fan. 53% were kind of with me saying, they're okay. And 21% said, not my vibe. So of our listeners, 74% aren't like massive fans of Mamamoo. That that was really interesting. Yeah. I think that same, that seems to kind of fall where we were thinking. So yeah, that's good to know. That information is always helpful for us if we're It helps us to know our listener base and what you guys are into and kind of if we're on the same page or not. So that's great. Thank you for voting. And then a fun one. We talked about the BTS rooms. They're all in different rooms in the first batch of concept pictures for the new album B. And the rooms are very specific to kind of their personalities. So last week when we recorded, four rooms had been released and then all of them were released in subsequent days. So we asked, whose room is your favorite? And I think, Charity, last week we both kind of by default picked Jimin's because it had, like, pretty green flowers. Mm-hmm. But then the rest came out. So, Charity, who did you pick? Jin. I loved his room. It was, like, this pretty pink, purply kind of color, like, very glam chic. I liked it. And I picked Yungi. I picked Suga's room because it was navy blue, And other blue colors, very clean. And yeah, I just liked it. It was calm and clean and minimal. So according to our queendom, it was split equally, Charity, between Jin, Suga, Jimin, and Jungkook.
1: Okay. I can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. All of those rooms I liked. I liked Jungkook's room. It was just very masculine and dark. Yeah. So... It's not one I would want to like as my living room, but it's I'd hang out in that studio. I'm just not gonna like live there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that if that makes sense. For sure. Uh, so thank you all so much for voting. I'm sure stuff's gonna come up tonight and we'll have polls up for you next week. Give us a follow. NYC K Pop Queens. And speaking of our queendom, let's give some shout outs. We see where you're listening from every week and we're really excited to watch the Queendom grow and kind of see this international community forming because that's our goal here is to really form a bond and form a community. That's why we're doing this. If you don't have any other K pop fans in your life, we want you to feel like we're your friends and mm-hmm. we're kind of having a conversation. So shout out Stamford, Connecticut, Hoboken, New Jersey, Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Moscow, Russia, Westminster, England, Sumi, Ukraine, Kyoto, Japan, and big shout out to Lori in Santa Clarita, California, listens every week. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate your support. Yay. Yay. So with that, Charity, let's dive in. Let's get into it. friend, the girls of friend have a new release this week. It's called Valpurgis Night. Did I say that right? Um, (laughs) Based on my research, that is what it is called. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that butchers every name and has to ask Charity during every podcast. I think I'm getting a little better at some of the Korean names, but then this this came out this week and I was like, "Eh, Scandinavia, German. I'm not sure about my pronunciation. So apologies to our friends in Germany. I know you're listening. Sorry for my horrible pronunciation. Okay, G-Friend. So G-Friend is part of the same label from Seventeen, right? Mm -hmm. So they're on the same label, and that label just got bought by Big Hit. So technically, they're under Big Hit, BTS's label. This is the first album we've reviewed, and the single is called Mago. Charity, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about the music video? I know you didn't love them when we watched them in concert. They were in one of the... Big K-pop concert a few weeks ago, and we just saw them do one song, and we both weren't sure about our feelings. I have to
1: say that my expectations were so low based on what I saw in the concert, but I really, really liked this song, and I love the video. Oh my goodness! And I really like the album, which we'll get into later. I was very, very surprised because I was not expecting to love it as much as I do just based on that performance, but clearly maybe they were having an off night. I don't know, but this was so fun. And that music video, I, again, big, big hit. Usually I feel like is a little more tamer with some of the content and to have them be in a, you know, a disco and a strip club on a pole. I was not expecting that whatsoever.
0: (laughs) I think the pole may have been more of like a go-go dancer vibe, not a strip club vibe because they're, wasn't like the other elements of a strip club but the really? way she was dancing on that pole yes yes for sure <laughs> and then no, when, for she, sure. when
1: she was walking into the club she has on her street clothes and then she like takes them off obviously she's not going to get down to her skivvies because this is a k-pop video but definitely was a lot more risque than i was expecting from a big hit group that is for sure
0: You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You yeah. feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes structure, and, and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, nah, I man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. i all already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, We
1: all artists,
0: man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, real. me and my man, like me and my man, Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we playing with <laughs> play with this shit. I got to We play with this shit right now for, for a lie. Don't play with don't it. Play it, it. Nah. Take that shit sir. I will say, I don't think they're a big hit group though. I think big hit hasn't taken control creatively of anything that label is doing. Clearly. They're just funding it. <laughs> yeah, they're because just funding it.
1: Seems very un-big hit to me. Like very off brand. Mm but I loved it. I loved
0: it. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. I still thought it was cutesy, like big hit. I still thought I get what you're saying with the stripper pole, but what I loved about the song and the video, the disco concept is so clear. Yes. It's clear. It's catchy. It's well done. The choreography, the costumes, we're seeing so much throwback right now in K-pop whether it's 80s, 90s, or 70s disco. And I thought visually this was the most clear concept. I loved the costuming. I loved the choreography. It's a fun disco song. And I think the rest of the album kind of follows that trend. We'll get into the album in a second. But I thought the music video, it was cute. You can see their individual personalities come out throughout the video. It's a happy, fun song. And I always appreciate when a concept is executed well and very clearly and I think they did that with this
1: what did you think of not when they were in the disco and those outfits those are clear disco outfits but they had the hats on and the, <laughs> yeah like what? the shop yeah. I thought it was cute yeah it, like yeah, it, to me was it didn't cute. feel 70s
0: maybe not yeah maybe you're right I thought it was cute though no, like the so cute Chanel. I love the yeah, Chanel the outfits hat. yes yeah. yes
1: that was different. Maybe that's just like that's their like day look, and then they go to the club and like yes. that I night think or something. that's it. Yeah,
0: I think that's it. It was proper lady, and then letting your hair down and dancing with your friends. I think that was like the concept of it. But I liked those outfits; I thought they were really cute. The costumes were great. I love the costumes. Fun song. I loved it. Uh,
1: Yuju, she was the one that was on the stripper pole. And then she was on the disco ball. That disco ball visual reminded me of Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball. I loved it. It was fun. Hundred percent. It was
0: very similar. (laughs) Yeah, but fun. But yeah, a little too similar for my taste. That's still something. I if it's that obvious, I think you need to tweak it a little bit. No, agreed. Yeah, (laughs) but they had fun, and it's a fun song. So that's what you want to see. And yeah, good for them for taking a few risks here and there. Visually, we saw some things we haven't seen in K-pop videos recently. So, you know, pole dancing and swinging on disco balls. Hey. <laughs> Sign me up. Hey. <laughs> we know that's charity's aesthetic. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much I love it, but I just I liked the video. I thought they were they looked really cute. Something that stands out to me with these ladies, they're tall. They're much mm-hmm. taller than all the other girl groups we talk about. I mean, they're like five, seven, five, six, five, five. You can tell they're tall. Like they have long legs. Yeah. They, I thought when I was watching, I'm like, these girls look tall. Let me look up their stats as we do in K pop. Yeah. So that stands out to me too, because a lot of K pop women are so small. It's nice to see not even, that's not even tall, but you know, like I'm five, six, and it's always nice to see someone my height in a girl group and be like yeah yeah no for sure that's why i was
1: drawn to aisha and everglow because she's like mm-hmm. five nine almost
0: five nine if not yes and i was like
1: oh girl yes
0: yes now these girls are like they just seem taller really pretty i think they're really cute clearly facially they're beautiful girls yeah so yeah i like the song i thought the video was fun what about the rest of the album? What song stood out? And they gave us a full album. There's mm-hmm. a lot on this album. They gave us a lot to digest and consume, which I always appreciate. I think there's hits and misses, but I'm interested to see what you thought and kind of your favorite
1: songs. I loved Mago. That's absolutely my favorite song. But I also liked the subunits, and my favorite subunit song was Better Me. Okay. That was, apologies for my pronunciation, So Won and Umji. Okay they also mm-hmm. have writing credits on that song and i just i just thought it was really a really catchy good song and um and it kind of had like a sexy latin sound a little bit to me which we all know i love that sound yeah and then yeah. i really liked apple which is from a previous <gasps> yeah. album but yeah. i liked how low and sultry their voices were in that song
0: mhm when i listened to the album through a few times i kept thinking this song is familiar and i've definitely heard apple before mm-hmm. uh, just before I was aware of who they were and, you know, I'm sure it was on a playlist I was listening to. But that song keeps growing on me. It's not on my list, but I like it. I like Mago. I love Three of Cups. Mm-hmm. And I like Labyrinth. That one is from a previous album, too. Love. Because I think those three stick with the disco theme. Mm-hmm. And it just, that's what I'm here for. I think it was the fun part of the album for yeah. me. I think if you're going to come out with that and you're going to go strong with it, do it. Give us a disco album. It reminds me so much. Kylie Minogue released an album last week called Disco, and this reminds me of it. It feels so similar. I love disco. I'm here for it. It's fun. So fun. This is what's great about music and K-pop in general. There are songs that are very deep and meaningful. There's songs that, you know, reinvent the wheel, that are just amazing and tell these stories. But there's also room for fun songs that yeah. you just want to dance to and have fun with your friends so i think this album for me is more in that vein which i love like really fun cute girls having fun and putting out some disco songs i'm here for it i think they did a great job
1: do we want to play a clip of margo so people can hear the yeah. fun disco vibes we're talking about
0: yeah let's do some disco dancing My love is
1: Has been stuck in my head since I first heard this song. Like, it just mm-hmm. randomly in the middle of the day, i will be like, my Mago.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy. I mean, and you know, job accomplished. Like, it's really catchy. Yeah, It's just fun. It's a fun song. It's a fun song. Again, it you don't have to read about the wheel sometimes. Just put out a really good song like this. Right? Fun. Fun. I'm gonna listen to it. Every time it comes on, it'll make me smile and I'll dance and sometimes that's what we need so congratulations ladies this is a really nice album let's talk about biases who's your bias yuna i hope i said that right okay yep uh, yep she so, opens the song yeah blonde. She's
1: so beautiful so striking clearly i like the blondes i go for them a lot
0: the girls you do not guys yeah, not the guys yeah I think she's really pretty and shout out to her for performing with an eye patch right now. That's really difficult. Doing choreography with an eye patch is difficult. Right? So I really want to give props to her because watching the cutback specials and the music show performances, I thought, oh, would that be hard? When your vision changes at all, it's disorienting. Yeah. Even just going from wearing contacts to glasses, you know, there's that second where you have to adjust your peripheral vision. That would be really difficult. And she didn't miss a step. She's killing it. So Wait, who's yours? Guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I never get it with girls. There's no, no way. No. I barely yeah, know no. with guys. <laughs> you, you never get it with guys. Never. I feel like girls maybe would be easier. I think in this group, I really like Sin B. Mm-hmm. I, she stood out to me so much. When I watched the comeback performance, there's something about the way she kind of struts out to do her first line that I thought, ooh, I love her presence. I think in the video, she's so strong. She has that short hair Mm -hmm. and stood out to me again. I just, I like her. So, of course, it makes sense that she's a dancer. She has a real, I, I like her presence. She just comes off kind of gutsy and there's a little spunk to her when she's <laughs> in the front. So that's my bias. I enjoy her. But I, I I like them all. I think that they're an interesting group. Like now that we've reviewed them, I definitely you know feel warm towards them and root yeah. for them. So it'll be cool to see what else they do. It'll be interesting to see now that they are on Big Hit, how that evolves, yeah. um, how hands on Big Hit's going to be with these groups that came over from Pletus. I don't know. We shall see. I mean, Seventeen, you know, they still seem like they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. It seems very much like it's hands off. Just,
1: Yeah, I really was not expecting funding. that kind of concept from them. That's for
0: sure. Well, and I like that the fandom name is Buddy, too. Shout out, Buddies. That's really <laughs> I fun. It. I love that so much. So, yeah, no, this was great. Congratulations to G-Friend. You're fun. I think we like you. <laughs> Charity, yeah. would you say we, we no, like yeah. them? I
1: definitely am a buddy. I was, again, my expectations were low, so I was very pleasantly surprised and was not expecting to be as pumped for this album as I am.
0: It's great. There are so many good songs. Like, it's a really solid album. Listen to it. And maybe if you're like us and you never listen to them that much or stand them give g friend a try they're actually really good and this is a great album and it has it's not just a disco album it has variety so i just preferred the disco (laughs) (laughs) Jody, i think this would be a great time to do one of our favorite things quiz time quiz Quiz time time. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a quiz, Charity. It's time for a quiz. Queendom, New York City K-pop podcast listeners. We're going to do a quiz. It's our favorite time of the week. And we thought this would be a really fun one, considering we talked about an awesome girl group in G-Friend. This quiz is called, Tell Us About Your Quarantine Routine to Find Out Which K-pop Girl Group You Belong In. Ooh. Right? This will be a fun one. So play along with us. We always post the link on Twitter, NYC K Pop Queens, please let us know who you get. Shout out to our girl Danny. She gets the same results as me a lot, which I, love I absolutely it. love. I love, love, love. So let's see if we get the same results again. Everyone play along. The link is in the description of this podcast. Okay, charity. Question number one. What time are you waking up? Before 6 a.m. 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., midday, or in the afternoon? So
1: I'm going to do my weekend schedule because that's just more fun. Oh, okay. Because my weekday schedule is different. Like, it's very different than okay. my weekend schedule. So I'm going to do – I'm going to answer this quiz as if it's the weekend. And I'm okay. when waking up, I usually get up around 10 on the weekend. What about you?
0: Mine's the same usually every – day because of my dog he likes his schedule so i'm gonna say 8 a.m to 9 a.m okay what are you gonna have for
1: breakfast cereal toast a full breakfast pancakes just coffee or porridge
0: just coffee again if this is a weekend i'm having a full breakfast it's a full English breakfast charity. So just to preface. Yes,
1: I will have a full English breakfast.
0: Yeah, I know. My routine's like very similar weekdays and weekends. It's quarantine. Every day is the same. Working from home, all that stuff. I feel like, yeah, I just, mine's coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. That's all I have. <laughs> okay. Pick a morning activity work, online shopping, walking the dog, still sleeping reading or waiting for lunch walk in the pupper that's what i said too walking (laughs) the dog that's what gets me out of bed that's the morning routine for sure freddie gets a walk before anything
1: what are you having for lunch sandwiches a salad a wrap pasta ramen just some crisps clearly the person that wrote this is from england
0: it was british yeah hi to our british friends. So usually I eat like breakfast foods around lunchtime because I just don't start eating till later in the day. But I'll say for the purpose of this quiz, I'll say a salad. I'm going to pick a sandwich. What are you doing in the afternoon? Taking a nap, arts and crafts, listening to music, writing, waiting for dinner, or trying on clothes? Definitely got to be taking a nap on the weekend. <laughs> I am listening to music. Fun fact for the queendom, I never take naps. <laughs> I love a good nap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I know I'm not normal. I don't nap like ever, ever, ever.
1: What's for dinner? Pizza, burgers, sushi, lasagna, curry, or pad thai?
0: Pad thai. I picked the same thing. Yeah. I I pretty much like everything on that, but I'm going to go with pad thai. Yeah. That's what I've I've ordered a lot of pad thai during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What are you doing in the evening? I'm already asleep, playing video games, watching Netflix, preparing some midnight snacks, going for a walk, or dancing. I'm watching Netflix. 100%. Yep, me too. Watching Netflix. What time are you going to
1: sleep? Pulling an all-nighter, 12 a.m. to 1 a.m., 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., 11 p.m. to 12 a.m., or early tomorrow morning?
0: I'll say... 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. But usually that's when I'm like in bed. Maybe I don't go to sleep till later. Eh. Purpose of the quiz, I'll say that. But to be honest, it's been later recently. <laughs> Same, 12 to 1 is what I'm picking. Okay. Ooh, who'd you get? I got twice. <gasps> that's who I got. Oh, I got.
1: Yay, we're in a girl group together, Emily. Oh my god, <laughs> yes!
0: I'm excited. I'd be yay. so psyched to meet twice.
1: Me too. Okay, so
0: we got twice. Let us know who you got. We will post the link like we always do. Clearly, there's other groups. So let's see what the other options are. Please let us know who you got. And thank you for playing along with us. This is always so fun.
1: No, we never get the same answer.
0: Like, not one time.
1: Right? Wow.
0: Last week, we picked up the same song of the week. This week, we're getting the same quiz results. Right? I don't know what's going on, Charity. craziness, you guys. <laughs> Who knows? Wait till song of the week. If we pick the same song of the week, I don't know. We've got got issues. We're too similar all of a sudden. (laughs) Okay. With that said, it's time to move on. So Tamen superstar, released the second part of the story he's telling through music, Never Gonna Dance Again, Act 2, the third album. So Never Gonna Dance Again, Act One, was released in September. We reviewed it. If you want to listen to it, please go back and listen. I think it was a pretty good episode. This is Charity's favorite. The single is called Idea. Music video. Give us your thoughts, Charity. Let's talk about it. I
1: assumed that it would be a great album and a great song and a great music video just based on Impala himself. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has just tapped into, I don't want to say this is his peak, because I don't think it is. I think that he has just infinity to go, but Mm -hmm. he really has come into his own first album and then this album just so good. And the song, to me, the song kind of sounded like two different songs in one, which I absolutely loved, 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 loved. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked how he dressed in the video. His dancing is ridiculous. He's just such a performer. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I mean, those are just my first thoughts. I could just ramble yeah. forever.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. When we reviewed the last album, I didn't want to say peak because you don't want to say peak. You don't want yeah, to set an no. artist up, but this is the best they'll ever do. But this is the best he's done, in my opinion, so far, yes. what he's released this year. Yeah. We'll get into the comparisons. But just for idea, the song. I completely agree with you that it's almost like two separate songs yeah. that they've melded because the way it started, it's almost a little bit more upbeat. The melody, everything, and then when you get into the chorus, it is so dramatic. Right? It's this. It changes and goes so dark when those strings come uh, in. It's like this wow sound. It changes. It's that. It's those strings. It's that. Yeah. That, it reminds me of, it's like eerie. It's the music from Requiem for a Dream. If anyone's seen that, Clint Mansell, this amazing composer, did the music for that. And the strings, they're, they're so dark. Mm-hmm. And when the strings come in in this song, I was like, ooh, this changes the tone of the song. I get what's going on now. Visually, it's stunning. Per usual attainment. I mean, he always does interesting choreography. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, it's just so cool it's like good versus evil heaven and hell towards the end when he's kind of in hell and the all black, he looks menacing and then he's doing the smooth dancing in the light blue. And I mean, there's just so much to this video, big budget. I wouldn't expect anything less from an SM artist. I just think visually he knocks it out of the park. Right. Oh my goodness. And the song is really cool. It's very interesting. It's everything I expect from Taemin, you know? It's interesting and dramatic, and that's kind of what he gives us musically and visually. Which is so funny because his personality, we've gotten to know him really right? well through all these reality shows, is the complete opposite. He's just <laughs> yeah. one of these he's one of these performers that he gets on stage and it's a different persona. It's really fun to watch. But yeah, I thought the music video was really cool, wonderful and it's just interesting well done. Visually, really cool. I would have
1: to say that my mouth was like hung open as I was watching the video and listening to the song for the first time. Because for him, I immediately want to watch and listen. I don't just want to listen Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: Mm -hmm. I love him so much. I want to just eat everything up immediately. I can't wait. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I was just watching it and just... I I, speechless because it was so interesting and I loved how it sounded like two different songs. I loved how dramatic the switch was. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. It's again, it's Taman. It's going to be interesting and dramatic. It's so he does a really good job (laughs) doing stuff that's different. And again, his choreography, he goes in and out of kind of slowing it down and doing very small movements that are so impactful. It's not the hardest choreography sometimes, but it's really cool, really cool, and impactful yeah Taman just has he has his own thing he's a superstar he's really interesting as a solo artist, and I definitely enjoyed it. let's get break down the the album, just give me kind of tracks that you know stood out. Let's talk about our favorite tracks and our overall thoughts on the album. I want to break this down. I obviously have a few. it has to be
1: very. Intense for me to have an emotional reaction listening to something Visually, yes, but when I just listen to something It can be beautiful, but it it's rare that it makes me cry Except for Juanjo, but that was because I was very attached Yeah So when Pansy came on And it's like this beautiful guitar and it's his voice It made me stop I was doing stuff around my apartment I was listening And I was like, oh my god Like he has such emotion in his voice when I was listening to it then it literally made me cry. It was so beautiful. Interesting. Before I knew what he was singing about, yeah, I just felt such emotion with it. And I've never really had that experience. So after I listened to the song, I went to look up the lyrics. Oh, so beautiful.
0: Yeah, and it's know, like a happy song. It yeah, like but a- it just was like
1: your love brought a better breeze than the sky. Your love understood my heart even more generously than the sea. How lucky am I? And I'm like, like, basically, he's waited his whole life for someone to love this way. And it's like such an intense emotion. Oh, and I was like, no wonder it made me cry because it's just so beautiful. Like he's so in love and he's singing about how in love he is. And it just oh, I just really liked it a lot. I was really taken back because I don't ever cry listening to songs usually.
0: Yes, I'm a little bit surprised by this. Yeah. I've got to say. Like, I'm a little bit, only, I'll get into it. Keep going with your thing. But yeah, that's, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I just really was like, I don't know, maybe because I just, he's my favorite and anytime he shows any kind of like sappy emotion, it just strikes me because I. Well, you connected
0: to it, but you connect to the happiness, the joy of it. Moves you to tears, so that's like funny. Yeah, like happy. No, I don't. I I don't think it's funny because I think that that's like your personality so that makes sense to me. Yeah. Whereas, like, I connect with darkness and with pain. You connect with joy and happy. (laughs) That's so funny. I didn't really think of that, but that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I'm sitting here like, that's not a song that I would think about crying to. Like. I I didn't have an emotional response at all, you know, at that's all. So and I'm funny. very emotional, like I'm yeah. very wear my heart on my sleeve, but I think that's it. And but I have had those responses to certain songs that are just so beautiful and happy that strike a chord. This one for whatever reason just didn't with me, but I understand what you're saying and kind of that overwhelming Love. Yes, and it emotions. was very yeah. overwhelming
1: to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it was beautiful, and I and then when I read the lyrics, and I was like, oh my god, no wonder it's it's so beautiful. Then I really loved heaven, and I think all of mm-hmm. us could probably agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Ten shared yes. on Instagram a screenshot of it, and I was like, well, there you go. So yeah, it's funny because again, Taman's personality on the show, like on his reality shows, he's just very funny and prissy and silly and just you know so sweet and then he sings a song like heaven which is so sexy and so intense and if you saw him on those shows you would not expect this kind of song that he would sing and
0: I what no I'm just laughing at it yeah you're talking the lyrics I think yeah referring to the lyrics yeah the lyrics
1: are very grown up and then what I love when he's like I bet you like that and while he says that, then this like church
0: choir comes in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And he's singing in this lower register a lot, which I always love. But
0: yes, he has such a nice lower register.
1: Yeah. I'm here for sexy taming. Shocker, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in
0: case you don't know, charities, <laughs> aesthetic. What charity vibes with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I have two more songs I loved Impressionable. Another okay. dark and intense song, and that carnival music, and it kind of sound like a little mm-hmm. eerie and a little menacing. Creepy, yeah, yes. for sure. For sure. The, the for creepy sure. kidnapper voice that says "impressionable," yeah. and then I really liked exclusive because it's like more like eighty synth and it's like fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that is what I could because it's not I would talk about the entire album because I did love the entire album, but okay. it took me a million lessons for me to pick a list because I love them all so much.
0: (laughs) That's a good problem to have. That's a high (laughs) praise when it's hard to pick your favorites. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. What did you like? I'm dying to know. Well, so I like Idea. I think it's a great, really cool, really different. Just the way the strings come in, that darkness in the chorus. He flips the script. It's perfection. Love it. I liked Identity. Mm-hmm. I think it's it has a little bit of a haunting feel. It's kind of loss, but it's building and sweeping and dramatic while still pulled back and understated. It's a little bit of a different vibe. It's an interesting song to end the album with. Yeah, it, it's just interesting to me. I thought that that was a nice one. And then by far, my favorite song is Heaven. Yeah. I think... Not lyrically, I think musically that one just stands out so much. The runs he does in the chorus, I mean, he's like literally doing scales in the right. chorus. It's <sighs> so pretty and melodic. It's yeah. just the way that he plays with melodies, it's so cool. And every single time there's something that he'll do that surprises me. I talked about it on the last album quite a bit where you think it's gonna the note's going to go high and he goes low or something like that. There's just something that makes my ear perk up with certain things he does. And I think that's like the most exciting thing as an artist. It's not oh. formulaic. I don't know what Taman's going to do and what this is going right? to sound like. And how cool is that? How exciting oh. is that? Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. And we talked about it with the first act of Never Gonna Dance Again, that I was never as big of a fan as you. Like he's not my bias. He's never been a bias or bias wrecker for me. But with that album, I got it. I really got it. And this album continues it for me. I think Be Your Enemy is cute. I think Wendy from Red Velvet sounds awesome on it. What a nice mm-hmm. addition. And I love, love that he featured her. He talked about how he recorded it by himself and he just, he kept doing it and it didn't work. And he said, we need a female voice and I want it to be Wendy. So oh, nice collaboration him. there. Yeah. She she has a great voice. And that song kind of, it has that vibe. It really reminds me of Justin Bieber and Chris Brown did a song called Next to You. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of that. It has this kind of, it's a love song and it's a little bit light. And it reminded me of that. I think if we're comparing the two albums though, I'm going to give the nod to act one. It's just a, there was a darker and a more melancholy feel in act one. More complicated love songs And I think it had a little bit more piano, which I like. Mm -hmm. There was a sophistication that was a little bit different than this album. This album, to me, felt a little bit lighter, uh, more happy love songs. This was the other side of it. And I tend to vibe with the other side. I like the melancholy and the darkness and the angst, the push and pull. I like that stuff. And I think the first album had... A lot more songs like that. It just, felt, for me, I'm giving the nod, if I had to, to Act One. I liked this one. This is a great album. And he did cool and interesting stuff on this. Like, he's still tame and knocked it out of park with both. I'm guessing you like this one more than Act One?
1: Not going to surprise you that this would be my favorite. I mean, picking two favorites of something so amazing is like, how do you do that? Like, yeah. do you, How do you pick yeah. your favorite child? You know, you don't. So this is... My favorite, but I have to say Criminal, that song, is probably Mm -hmm. my favorite song he's ever done, ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this album just, I loved so much. And for a song to make me have such an emotional reaction, to me, is just, like, amazing. I've never really experienced that before. Really? Yeah. Girl. Except Wanho, but, like, that was only because I was so invested. To have a song... That is in a language I don't know. For me to feel such emotion, to understand the song to that degree that it evoked such a response from me, I've never really experienced before.
0: Wow. And then to read the
1: lyrics and them to be so beautiful and like singing about how much in love he is and how this person he was not really expecting. And they're so much better than what he imagine i was just like oh i love this song it's so pretty
0: (laughs) maybe and i'm just gonna throw this out there i think sometimes you react to certain songs based on your personal life and how you feel or have felt and it resonates very deeply so i think that could be i'm hypothesizing something there too (laughs) yes (laughs) for sure because like yeah that's funny that That's like I resonate with music so 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 deeply. I don't need to read the lyrics. I know what it's about and I feel it like oh like gut punches. That's why I'm I'm such a nerd for music and why I'm so passionate about it. That's like the most magical thing about it.
1: When no, a song it's amazing. Can bring you to
0: tears. Like I
1: mean, I can feel the emotions in songs, but it just never really it's funny, I'm such an emotional person, but it takes a lot for music to evoke that in me and I don't really know why but yeah I mean I cried any movie like you know I'm such a sap about anything but music takes a lot for me to to experience Can't, like
0: connect that deep I'm the yeah. opposite like yeah. I'm well I guess I cry at movies too but I don't I'm not sappy but like, like so music, sappy, <laughs> music like connects know. with me yeah music connects with me a lot like I I love going to concerts and feeling that like yeah that vibe with the artist you know I guess it's I, such an emotional I'm, experience
1: i'm more sappy like i cry at the cheesiest movies like put on a cheesy christmas hallmark movie that will make me cry but- <laughs> i
0: can't even i can't even watch those like that's me i'm just like no <laughs> but' love so much You know, I've cried over a lot of K-pop songs. I cry at at concerts all the time. It's just so powerful. Like it just does something to my soul and to my, yeah, I I love it. I love it. I think anytime any art form can move you to tears, when you allow yourself to be emotionally open Mm -hmm. and vulnerable to connect that way, it's really cool. And it's a nod to the consumer and it's a nod to the artist. So that's something to celebrate. Always oh, I think it's really cool. Yeah. tayman still in my Taemin. heart, left and right always. Your man gets it. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get away from all the crying and play this dark, <laughs> interesting, crazy first single from Taman idea. <laughs>
1: She I swear he is just
0: on another level. Like I just can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just very, it's just very, very cool. It's just yeah. very different. And I, I, I love, I love that chorus. Really, really cool. Good job, boo. <laughs> <laughs> boo. He did it. He came in strong. Great, great <sighs> album. This never going to dance again is, is really, really cool. Really cool. So much good material, and it just makes me greedy for more and more and more. From oh, my Taemin. God, right? Oh, yes. All of it. Yeah. Okay, but let's move on to a totally different act. We're talking about the voice of Treasure. We've talked about Treasure a little bit. They're a young group. They're in the running for Rookie of the Year. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of them at the uh, end-of-year award shows in December because they've come on really strong out of nowhere. They're a YG group. And we've talked about them previously. This week, they released The First Step, Chapter 3. And they're releasing these kind of like mini, mini albums. It'll just be two songs. Mm-hmm. It feels like every couple months or something, we're talking about it. So this week, we had another one. And the lead single is called mm M-M-M, So you just say mmm. <laughs> There's a music video. There's a lot going on. I think this is... My favorite thing they've done. I love every. I love everything about it. This yeah, I'm here for it. Charity, what do you think?
1: Literally my favorite thing they've done ever. It is on another level for me of how good this song was. And mm-hmm. they clearly are maturing because this yes. song is very mature. And very cool. Yeah. Very just how they growl them. Mm. Um, I can't even yeah. I can't even imitate it because it's just so guttural how it sounds, but in the yes. guttural in the best way.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. They're just very
1: grown. I was like, okay, yes. treasure. I
0: see you. I see you. They are <laughs> they are growing up. It's yeah. so like having feelings cool and-, and stuff. I see. Cool, sexy, swaggy. It's yes. really it's really cool. Really well done. They're teenage boys, so. I think it works and I think it fits them. And I think visually, such a great music video. I love the looks, love the choreography. Oh my God.
1: The choreography is freaking amazing. It's It's so so intense. Oh, it's
0: just cool. Yeah. Like, I just think it's cool. So the fans complained they were worried about injuries. So YG released that they are going to change the choreography. But I wasn't sure what part. I'm guessing it's the part where it sounds kind of like a machine gun and they yeah. all go very quickly in a circle and they do that like turn down twist, to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's my favorite part, sadly. I like, know, me is too. My part. It's so
0: cool. It's <laughs> I was so like, cool. I hope that's
1: not the part, but I think it probably is because I definitely can see them twisting stuff possibly yeah. as they yeah. twist down because their bodies are like their legs go before They're contorted they're, like, a bit. Yes, yeah. Yes. That definitely could yeah. be a little little tricky. dicey
0: yeah it reminded me of do you remember when bts did diagnosis and yes. they had that move where they came up from a turn and then dropped to the ground body is completely straight yeah. into a push-up that was scary that, that and i wrist. was watching i was like Yeah, we're going to have face plants and broken wrists. That one scared me when I watched it. So I get the Treasure fans being like, I don't know if this is a good idea for our guys. (laughs) We get it. But it is like my favorite part.
1: (laughs) I know. It's so good. I mean, at least we got it in the video and in the comeback special. Yes. Yes. I can
0: survive Um, now that I've seen them do it. We've seen it. We know that they can do it. It's super cool. Yeah, I think this is my favorite thing they've done. I just, I love it. And you can be age appropriate, and we've talked about this. There's ways to be age appropriate. There's teenagers in this group without it being too much. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a great job. They're teenage boys, their hormones are raging. They can sing about it and talk yeah. about it. Like, I think it's great. I'm here for it. They're definitely the cool kids. yeah no that's exactly it
1: they're definitely the cool kids that is for sure which
0: the cool kids they've got so much (laughs) swag those guys are killing it i think when we first talked about them the one that stood out to me the most was haruto and he still stands out to me he steals focus he really is a confident performer i just enjoy it i really really like them i'm still a big fan of gravity and i think they deserve a lot more credit for the year they've had. Mm-hmm. But I can I can see how Treasure is uh, a front runner for the Rookie of the Year stuff. They're coming on strong here. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
1: I liked the other song on the album, well, mini album, mini, mini, Orange. Yes. It was like a pretty ballad.
0: And I really liked that one too. They're doing everything right. It's a pretty yeah. boy band style ballad. Young Love, it's great. I felt like... I saw these kids, like, in a high school hall, like, during both of these songs. I could picture high school relationships and high school, like, you can picture it. It's young love. It's the whole, everything around that. Teenagers, young adults. They capture that vibe really well in their songs and in their performance. I agree with you. I thought both songs were great. Good job, guys. really, really good. Very proud of you. Yeah.
1: It's so fun to watch them grow and mature.
0: Oh, it is. That's the best part about watching a group from when they debut you know where they came from and then all of a sudden they're like young men they're not yeah. little boys anymore and you can see where this group's gonna go and i'm so here for it let's listen to a clip because it's hard for us to sing the mm part <laughs> yeah I'm,
1: you don't want to hear us do that
0: <laughs> like i just did uh here's a clip of um mm from treasure <laughs>
1: 너의 곁으로 어디든 달려가 Ronin 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 그래 나야 겁먹을 필요 없잖아 내손 잡아 무조건 날 믿어 you know what I'm saying 그래 지금 그 눈빛으로 나를 쳐다볼 때 터질 것 같아 no damn Oh, my goodness. That's like what that song makes me say is, oh, my goodness. (laughs) It is so just growly, low sounding. Yeah. Just very animalistic almost.
0: Yeah, it is. No, it's a sexy song. I think we have to say it. It is. It's a sexy song. Yeah, they're coming for you. Definitely so my aesthetic. Watch out, everyone. <laughs> 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 surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's a good yeah, song. Yeah, very good. It's a good song. It's a good beat. It's a good song. It's a very it's it's a good song. It's a good K pop song from a young group. So my favorite, this is my favorite two songs that they've Me released too. since they started doing yeah. this. I think they're both good and they, they're they different. They gave us different things. So Treasure's coming on strong. We're ready for more and can definitely see where they're going to go as a group. It's interesting to watch young groups. Are they going to be more like this band yeah. or more like this one? You know, like you can see, is this group going to go the way of TXT and BTS? Is this group going to go the way of EXO? And like NCT, you know, what lane are they in? Because I think those are kind of distinct lanes—cute or sexy, all that stuff. So I think they remind me much more of an SM type of group.
1: No, for sure. I they're they're vote for they're gonna go that way visually, (laughs)
0: the whole thing. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think you can see that they could become Hmm. that eventually. So that's exciting for them. I think that's really exciting and we'll have to see what they do next. But yeah, this was great. Good job. Good effort. Okay, we've got to move on now. We have tons to talk about per usual. So now let's move on to the total opposite. We just talked about the young guys, rookie of the year, OG's Super Junior. Super Junior is releasing an album in December called the Renaissance. They've released kind of a story trailer for it the past few days. And they decided to release the first single on the anniversary of their debut, which was 15 years Crazy. ago in 2005. So they released the melody, a song and a music video. What did you think about the music video? I thought it was fun to see
1: old clips of them because mm-hmm. I'm really not, you know, familiar. They were out way before I was into K pop, but I had heard of them even before I n- went down the rabbit hole of K pop. I had heard of them. Yeah. Because when I lived in LA, obviously, K pop was huge there. So I had friends who yes. were really into K pop who would talk about them.
0: But like Big Bang, uh, yeah. Big Bang, yeah. Super Junior.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was cool to see them. And it was really cool to see their, their different hairstyles from back in the day, especially.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 years is a long time. I thought it was really, I thought it was really cute. It was so nostalgic and such a, a nod to making it 15 years in this industry, which to make it a couple years as a group after you debut is a huge success. Look at the groups, you know, we talk about BTS. I think they're the only group that debuted in 2013. That's still around this group debuted in 2005. So to still be coming back together and doing it 15 years later is an accomplishment in and of itself, I loved the video. It was really fun to see them now, like in suits, looking grown up, and then see them in 2005. It reminded me a lot. The song and the video reminds me a lot of Backstreet Boys or New Kids on <laughs> yes. the Block. You know, those are <laughs> yes. those are two OG yeah. groups here in the United States that are still together that have been doing it longer than Super yeah. Junior. Fifteen years sounds like a lot. Those guys have been together for ever and and every once in a while they'll release songs and music videos that are kind of an ode and a nod to Mm -hmm. that for them and their fans look how far we've come we're gonna hopefully we'll do this forever and you know all of that stuff it's just kind of a warm fuzzy i liked the song and it sounded very different compared to some other k-pop songs so it was kind of like a nice release for my ear to have this light nostalgic song come on i like it i'm excited to review the album. We've got, I think, another month before that comes out in December. But I thought this was fun. This is a nice way to celebrate an anniversary that, that big, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, that's my huge. Goodness. I mean, you go through a lot of life at that point. I am mean, huge, huge, yeah.
1: huge milestones to get through. And a lot of life happens in 15 years, that's for sure.
0: For sure. And for Super Junior, you know, they've all served. Mm-hmm. They've had relationships and marriages and – breakups and public scandals and members leaving the group. I mean, to think about what a boy band goes yeah. through and especially a K-pop group in 15 years, it's been quite an experience for them. And I'm excited to learn more about them. We reviewed one of the subunits, d mm-hmm. They've released some stuff that Charity and I have talked about on this podcast, but we're just kind of getting to know more about them. And we'll talk about them in greater length when the album comes out. But I do think it's important to know your history and it's important to pay respect to those who came before you. And they really did open doors in the K-pop world. I believe they were the first ones that promoted in China towards South America. They opened doors to what all of our favorites are doing now. And you hear so-and-so paved the way a lot. You have to really look farther than a couple years and see, eh, maybe these guys paved the way. And maybe the group before them paved Mm the way. So mad respect to Super Junior. We wouldn't be talking about all these other groups and their accomplishments without groups like Super Junior, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So mad respect. Again, we'll talk about them more once the album comes out. But do you have a strong bias? We picked a bias in D&E, but has anything changed learning about them and watching this video this week?
1: No, I was trying to have an open mind. Of picking my bias, but Unhyuk is definitely still my bias. He was my bias in DE, and he's still my favorite of all of them. Who's yours? A C1.
0: Oh. Like by by far. Yeah, that's my super junior bias for sure. I'm excited to find out more about him. He's I like him.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> have a sound effect to go with it. Wow.
0: <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? I just did this weird like thumbs up. Uh, and I did that sound effect and see it in my head. (laughs) You know, the face, yep, that's my bias for Super Junior. (sighs) I'm all about him. (laughs) It's been a long week, everyone. Sorry, this is why, yeah, this is why we need some video content so you could all see the weird faces. And also, to
1: explain, although we are in the same city, we do still record separately because, you know, we have lives and we have other stuff going on. So that's why when we say that I can see her in my head because we're not, you know, we don't live that close to one another. So just to preface. Yes. We've been
0: recording separately since this started because the podcast started in May during quarantine. So We've been able to record separately, and no matter where our lives take us, uh, we will always make sure to record and get it to you. But yes, yeah, so unfortunately, we're not in the same room while we record. But it's like one we of these are, days, I we'll can do see s- it
1: in my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Super Junior, we have a lot more to talk about with Super Junior. We'll get into them in December, but the melody that was a nice kind of thank you to the fans and a celebration for them so congratulations on 15 years massive accomplishment let's go to some kids that we love charity let's enough with the seniors the trailblazers it's time to get senior time to get to the wild boys the the wild boy The Stray Kids of (laughs) K-pop. Stray Kids never let us down. They're putting out tons of content, as you all know. So we talk about them quite a bit. Hopefully you're not sick of it because our boy Han dropped a song this week called I Got It, a rap song, a rap track. I liked it. What did you think, Charity? What are your views on this? Just
1: the talent in that group never ceases to amaze me. It really doesn't. I know we sound like broken records. I know we clearly are, <laughs> have drank the Stray Kids Kool-Aid, and that's fine. I'll drink yes. it. I'll bathe it. It's, it's fine. Girl. I'll bathe in it. I'm, I'm down. He is, I'm starting a new right? diet. It's like
0: a trend. It's just going to be called the Stray Kids <laughs> Kool-Aid Diet. I'll just drink <laughs> that all day. I don't need to eat. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> no. Just give me whatever Give me whatever it is that they are, and I will sustain myself on that for the rest of my life. I'm not even joking. I love it. So that. good. I mean – Oh, Sorry. No, anyway, he's so
1: talented. He just, ah, mm-hmm. oh. yeah.
0: Like it's very bravado mm-hmm. and it's very confident. And I love like my answer is always "I got it." I love that because I think that's something. I love that. It's like I don't say "I got it," but you you kind of say to yourself, or maybe you say to people, "I got this." At least yeah. I do. I'll say "I got this" and then give myself a pep talk. "I got this. I can do this. I got it." Love it. Made it into a song. And he does have it. He does have all those skills and talent. His confidence and flow when he raps is one of my favorite things. I love it when songs start with him. It sets the tone. It reminds me kind of with Super M. You know when Mark starts the song, Mm -hmm. it's going to be fire. Mm -hmm. Here we go. NCT, here we go. Mark started the song. Fire. I feel the same way with Han and Stray Kids. He comes out and starts the song. I'm like, all right. right. (laughs) You know. Like the energy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the energy and the perfection and the way he flows at the beginning, ready to go. I think, and this could be controversial with my boyfriend, Chan, don't tell him, don't tell Chris, but I think Han is perhaps my favorite rapper in Stray Kids and 3Racha. I can see that. He's, he really, yeah, he's really snatched me with his rapping every time I listen to them. And Chan is no lightweight. Like he would be the lead rapper in any other Mm -hmm. group. But he has Changbin, who is so fast, who's so dynamic, and Han. So he kind of falls to the back, which I think is unfortunate because again, I think Chan's like a level rapper. But to me, the the verses that always stand out and grab me are Hans. Like I really, really love him as a rapper. And oh, and we can't not mention Hunjin. Like he's yeah. he also he's just a whole he's like a unicorn. I think of three ratchet and the three rappers, but really he raps really well yeah, too, he raps a lot. and brings, and he brings a different voice and a different rhythm to it, which is so cool. You know, you need variation, and I, I like his style too. But I think Han might be my favorite. Yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah, it's but cool. not surprised. It's really cool, whatsoever. Exactly, exactly. We're still waiting for the thing we don't <laughs> right. like the Stray kids puts out. <laughs> We are waiting. I know y'all are waiting for it. The queendom.
1: They're probably sick of of this.
0: The the queendom is poisoning the Kool-Aid right now. They're over the stray Kids gushing. Um, Sorry, not sorry. No, it's. Yeah, it's just great. It's just great. I love everything they do. I'm so excited to be a stay. We have less than two weeks till their online concert. Not that I'm counting down, but I am. I can't wait for that concert. So excited. Yeah, Stray Kids just do it differently. Chan's room is still going strong. He played I Got It This Week and was talking, you know, gushing about Mm. how great Han is. Yeah, Chan's the best. He's so supportive of those guys. Yeah, another awesome song from Stray Kids. I'm here for it. So let's move on, though, because we have so much to talk about per usual. So sorry if we go too fast sometimes, everyone. (laughs) We're just trying to fit in content uh there's so much content we always have to whittle down what we're going to talk about and then get through it so the episode isn't three hours long but super m M mtopia last couple episodes charity i'm 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 super sad that we have no more mtopia i absolutely loved this reality series one of my favorites of the k-pop guys we've talked about So let's talk about these couple episodes. They are so funny. And I know we say that a lot.
1: I think it's because we've watched them since they debuted. And Mm -hmm. they have, you know, side relationships because they're in other groups outside of this one together. Mm -hmm. So it's just been interesting to watch the dynamics develop. Mark, I feel like he has a, like, guy crush on Kai and... (laughs) <laughs> yes. Taeyong has his guy crush on bacon and
0: so oh it's that's
1: been kind of fun to see and to even just see Min's mm-hmm. personality which i didn't really know a lot about yes. before oh my gosh they're so funny i have to say when they were doing the the water gun contest mm-hmm. i felt just like Min. he looked like he was so stressed he was like not wanting to get wet and of course, being a little prissy. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I would love it if they just didn't make him do it because he didn't want to get
0: wet. Because same. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the same person. Very prissy. He's not driving the go-kart. He's <laughs> riding in it. He's not doing wakeboarding. He'll yes. just sit in the boat. <laughs> I was this telling- is charity, ladies. gentlemen. I was
1: watching it. I was like, oh my God, is he going to go last? Because he's literally looks so stressed out about getting wet and getting shot in his face. I was <laughs> like... He is me.
0: Yeah, like the games they were playing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something Damon would do with his friends in his free time. But he's still such a good sport. He's so sweet. He tries to have fun. Obviously, Bacon is super competitive and super freaking funny. Like, Bacon's just an adorable clown until the end. He's so funny. So, I mean, I can, I have gushed about Bacon nonstop. He's my alt. I adore him. But I love Lucas. I like watching Lucas in this because I feel like he just has such a bright energy. Mm-hmm. He'd be really fun and easy to be around. You know, yeah. he's just a go-with-the-flow, friendly, fun guy. And there's something about, like, his personality and his confidence that I think puts others at ease. So Lucas has moved up my bias <laughs> list. The more I've watched Wave Vision and Utopia, I just like him. He's just a nice guy. I mean, he's ridiculously good-looking yeah. too. Like, whatever. That's details. Let's not leave that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's nothing to do with it. But I like watching him. I thought the games were really fun. It was kind of nice to see like them hanging out at a house, wearing their matching Super M T-shirts, playing ridiculous games. It was cute. And then, like the next day, when they had to do the arcade claw <laughs> game to get prizes, it, I mean, it just all goes the way you would think. <laughs> The, the big personalities shine. The nice ones are nice and fun and cute to watch. You know, it's, I think this has been a really successful show for Super M because all of them are really likable. When Bacon put in the flashing teeth. I immediately mm-hmm. I was
1: watching it uh, and I texted Emily and I was like oh my god why <laughs> why is that you like, I'm not even can you queendom just watch that bacon is... and you have you have an idea of Emily's personality
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't even deny that because I completely agree with you everything he does I'm like yep he's a clown he's so funny he's so funny <sighs> Yeah, no, I agree with you. When he's, like, laying on the floor doing the weird, like, fish movement, just (laughs) – Bacon's just funny. Yeah. Oh, I
1: died. And then he got so so pissed when Kai got the cash box. I mean, he
0: was about to quit everything. (laughs) He was so mad. Well, that's the way I would be because it's not fair. Kai had like the lowest number of points. That's not fair. No, I'm the same way. I'm super competitive like Bacon. I'm good at everything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, You're better at things than I am.
1: I'm like Taman. I'm just like, I'm not going to do this. Okay. I think I'm going to pass.
0: Actually, that's true. If you guys (laughs) Really want to know what charities are like. <laughs> Watch Mtopia. I'm Bacon. She's tame. It. That's that's us. That's us. <laughs> yes. And you know, our friendship works. Yes. But that but I agree with you. I think of our favorite idols, the ones whose personalities most closely match are yes. those two. Yeah, for sure. For, for <laughs> <Yes>. sure. <laughs> Which maybe is why we enjoyed watching Mtopia so know. much. But I just thought it was they just did a lot of fun stuff. They gave us a lot of variety. And I feel like they're closer. You can Mm -hmm. tell the friendships that have developed between members. And I feel like we know them better. So that's the, the goal of these reality shows is to build a connection with your fandom. And I'm, yeah, I, I loved it. I'm so sad it's over, but I know we've got tons of reality content to watch, you know, run. BTS is back. They've been doing tons of stuff. NCT world is crazy. I'm, one episode away from being caught up on that. There's a lot. At tease has a reality show right now. So never fear. We'll have other shows to watch, but I'm going to miss them. Yeah. I really oh, loved it. Was it was so good. <laughs> it really was. It was, so, it, it was great. It was a really fun one. And they just did a lot of cool, interesting things mm-hmm. that I, I enjoy watching those. Cause it's like, well, how would I do it then? Yeah. Or would I, what would I like this? It's just fun to watch. So thank you SM for that awesome reality show. We loved it. Let's talk about, we've got a lot of news to cover. It was a big Mm -hmm. week. There's a lot going on. But I want to talk about, there's so much BTS news because, you know, they've got this massive comeback couple weeks. I'm excited. I don't know why I'm nervous for it. I get nervous. I (laughs) I don't know why I get nervous. I get nervous because
1: because I have such expectations. I just do. I have fresh expectations. You want to like it. Yeah, Yeah. So if it just misses the mark a little bit, I'm just like. You guys were there with us when I had heard dynamite the first time. I felt crushed because it was, it was. I I liked it for the record. For the record.
0: I was a fan from day one.
1: I now love it. It has grown on me. But it's just because I had this idea in my head and that's my own fault. And I had this, you know, they're on such a pedestal for me because they were the group for me. They still are the group. So. Yeah. That is, I just gotta let go of some expectations so I can just enjoy yes. it more.
0: I think this one I'm nervous because it's them doing a lot yeah. more of the concept and behind the scenes, and it feels a little bit more personal. So I'm like, ooh, I know. I'm nervous. I'm just excited to see what yeah. they come out with. And I think I think they're taking a big risk with this because they've reached that pinnacle. They're the biggest group in the world. They have totally broken America. Mm-hmm. You hear BTS dynamite on local radio stations. They're on commercials. They've broken America. Locals know who they are. Whereas even a year ago, if I said BTS, a lot of people said, who, what's that? People know who they are now. So they could coast on the formula they've been using. And, do great. And instead they decided to kind of take it into their own hands and be more hands-on. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Again, that's a risk. If you do that and it doesn't work, that's personally a letdown. You know, you're putting yourself out there even more as an artist. So I think they're taking a big risk and, you know, high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. This could be the best thing they've ever done. So I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Yeah, excited but nervous. They released the track list. It's eight songs, so I was like, eh, I want more, but whatever. I get Take it. Um, good, on, it. yeah they've they've released they've released enough this year for sure. They're not. Yeah, I'm just gonna say they've released more music than other groups. Mm-hmm. So eight songs is not bad. I think the interesting thing that's going on in BTS world though has to do with Sugar with Yungi. For those of you who don't know. Yoongi had shoulder surgery and they made an announcement that he had surgery and he's going to be out of the promotional schedule, which I'm I want to talk about this with you, Charity, because I'm like, what is going on? We know he's had an injured shoulder. Mm -hmm. BTS, ARMY, Yoongi hurt his shoulder when he was I think he was working while he was a trainee and and he got hit. Yes, he was a food delivery guy and he was on kind of a scooter or motorcycle or something of that nature. And he got hit by a van and it really hurt his shoulder and he didn't get medical treatment for it. And it's, you know, when you have a bad injury and you don't get it repaired, sometimes it can try to heal itself and not work. So I think that probably made the condition even worse. But he's been living with this screwed up shoulder for years. This was since trainee days. And you can see it. Certain times when he's dancing, you can tell he's in pain. He's such a great performer. It's rare. It's only because my eye is so tuned in to every second. Mm -hmm. And I have horrific shoulders. I was a gymnast and have pretty bad injuries on my shoulders, especially the one. So I get it. And I get how raising your arm and everything like that hurts. And their choreography is so So intense. intense. I can't imagine doing that for seven years with a torn labrum that was never healed, it's, that's painful. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, injections and stuff like that haven't, aren't working as well. Well, yeah, seven years of getting in in pain injections so you can perform. It's not good. So I'm, I think they made the right call doing it now because hopefully there'll be tours next year in 2021 and he'll be Actually, healthy for a tour and won't have to get injections and be in horrific pain. I just can't imagine doing their schedule and what they've done for seven years with your shoulder that that injured. It's a serious injury.
1: Uh, I know. I have a torn labrum in my hip, and it was excruciating for like a year until I finally got injections for it. And yeah, it's. I'm assuming that you know a labrum is a labrum, whether like it's in your joint. It's whether it's your shoulder or your hip. So I couldn't even imagine how he was able to do it this long. And the reason why he didn't get it treated before is he was so scared that he would get kicked out of the group
0: if he had some kind of yeah. injury. So he just for sure it he up. was a trainee. Yeah. yeah, which I think is it's sad, but it's totally understandable. Yeah. I, I get that. I totally get that. I understand he he already had the surgery and he's healing now. And a lot of times with shoulder surgeries, it's really important that you do the physical Mm -hmm. therapy. There's a lot of upkeep the next three months. But I'm a little bit confused. I get that he can't perform and do the choreography. I get that. But like, is he not going to do interviews? Are we just not going to see him at all during these promotions? Because that's weird to me. Like, you can sit there with a sling, you know? So I wonder if it was just... He just needs a break and a couple months to really, I don't know. I don't know. know what's going on there. But that struck me as a tad bit odd just because we've seen, we just talked about the amazing girl and G-Friend is doing choreography with an eye patch with an eye injury. So it's a shoulder surgery, that recovery – yeah, it's painful, but you're in a sling and then you you could just sit there in your sling. So I'm kind of like selfishly as a fan, I just wanna see obviously him, see yeah. him. <laughs>
1: I know I wonder. I wonder um, if maybe the doctor is like, because their schedule is probably per usual so grueling that he just needs to yeah. be rested so he can heal. Maybe it's to that that serious of an of an injury that if he doesn't, it might make it worse. I don't know. I'm just hypothesizing. I don't
0: think so. Just because like I know I've – torn labrum is a common kind of injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've known people that have had that surgery and they're at work like two days later. The next – it's – so I'm wondering if there's something else going on. Not to start rumors or anything because we all have no idea. But it just – I that just struck me for a second. Like, oh, okay. OK, maybe he maybe there's something else. Maybe he's sick or, yeah. you know, there's something else that they're going to help him with in the next couple of months before. Whatever the case, they just want him to be healthy, yeah. which makes sense. And, you know, we send our well wishes to him. I think it's the right call. Get everything yeah. fixed. Get healthy, because in 2021, we want to see you. We still have our tickets to MetLife. Yeah, it's
1: crossing fingers. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's hope those tickets are ordered, and we just get to go to the concert next Please. summer and have the best time and you know we're we want to send Yi well wishes and prayers and everything, mm-hmm. whatever is going on and hopefully his shoulder heals and he's better than ever. and we can't wait to see him, but he will definitely be missed during the B promotions. I'm hoping it's just a translation issue, yeah. and they just meant he won't be doing like the comeback shows and stuff, but we'll see him in interviews. Though. That would be that's what I'm hoping. It's just gonna be so awkward. We've never had a member not there. So I don't want to see that with BTS. That's <laughs> that's trauma. Yeah. We can't go through it. We'll see. It'll be interesting, but again, who knows what's going on with them? We're not trying to say anything else. It just struck me as like, oh, come on, it's shoulder surgery. Please just sit there with the slings. But I get it. And if he needs to take time off to feel better and rest and give himself a vacation, like whatever he yeah. needs to do, whatever he needs to do to be happy and healthy. Awesome. Do it. Cause I'm sure he's been working 24 seven on this yeah. album. He's a pretty dedicated producer. So songwriter extraordinaire, you all know what we're saying. I'll stop babbling about <laughs> it. But we just want you to be happy. And- I just wanted to be happy and healthy and we're excited to see him come back. And we're so excited for this B come back. BTS won at the European Music Awards, the VMAs for Europe, the EMAs. BTS won four EMAs last week. So they won Best Song, Best Group, Best Fans, and Best Virtual Live Concerts. Congratulations to them on that. They killed some heavy competition. Best Song, obviously, is huge. So that's awesome and just kind of shows you how international K-pop is and Again, BTS, biggest group in the world. I don't think you can argue that. I don't want to say the exciting thing because it's all exciting. But the the big deal for the night for me was that Stray Kids won Best Korean Act. Mm. So that's really yeah. cool to see Stray Kids win a European Music Award on the heels of them not getting nominated for anything for The Mamas. <sighs> we talked yeah. about last week. We were so mad. So that like made me feel a little bit better. Stray Kids won Best Korean Act at the European Music Awards. Congratulations to them. Let's get to this news charity. So much news. So big hit. We're going to stay on BTS for one more thing. They are going to debut three new girl groups next year. That's a that lot. a lot. Like that seems like they're banking on girl groups, which is interesting We'll see how that plays out. I'm still not sold on the new SM girl group that we've talked about. They've been releasing dance teasers and pictures. I'll try my best to go in with an open mind. But the the imagery and the, kind of the choreography, I'm not sure how, how much I'm going to dig them. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. TBD. But <laughs> TBD. And you'll all hear it. So we know that BTS, their comeback... It's November 20th, right? Mm -hmm. Well, GOT7 finally announced the release date for their new album, and it's November 23rd. And our boys NCT announced the release date for Resonance Mm -hmm. album, and it's November 23rd. So we've got three heavy hitters within a couple days releasing albums the same week. That's going to be really interesting. It's going to be... I'm already overwhelmed and like, oh my goodness, how are we going right? to deal with this? It's, <laughs> it's a lot of content. Super excited though. like The lead single from the NCT album, Win Win is the leader of the subunit and it's called 90s Love and it's 90s R&B. So yes. I'm, yeah, I think that may be up our alley. <laughs> and I love the imagery for the next one. The teaser images that they released were very high fashion and cool. It looked like a, editorial spread it, w- it was really really neat so obviously looking forward to that one God 7 we haven't reviewed anything from God 7 since we started this pod. Yeah, and this is
1: of, they've been yeah. quiet
0: cannot wait for that and then obviously BTS so that will be one of these three hour episodes that <laughs> I, we've, been tr- we've been trying to avoid it but y'all that's a big week so that's super exciting Kai your Yay. man from EXO and Super Finally. M. They finally are releasing Kai's solo album. It's coming out on November 30th, my birthday. Six tracks, so it'll be like a mini album. But they started releasing imagery and yeah, they had to push that back. And I'm happy that he's getting a release this year. I think I'm interested to see what he
1: does, you know?
0: know?
1: I hope selfishly,
0: and there's no track list yet,
1: but confessions, I need to have that to listen to it whenever I want. And I don't have that right now.
0: Yeah. I wonder if he will put that on there. That's his solo mm-hmm. song during the SuperM yeah. tour. Oh my, it's so good. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm just interested like vocally what he's going to bring and kind of who he wants to be as a solo artist. It's always really fun. The first time out to see who, who they think they are, who right? they were marketed as, I'm you know, so it's like, okay, him. yeah, I know him too. Well, I think it's, and again, he Kai has the unfortunate thing of being in these groups with Bacon yeah. and Taman, and they've yeah. both had massive releases this yeah. year. So I think he has kind of hard shoes to follow yeah. in, hard, hard steps impossible, to follow. honestly. But he's he's his own guy. Yeah, he's not Bacon and tayman. They're all three of them are different, yeah. and they bring different things to the table. So I'm just excited to see what he's going to bring. I know. And Bacon, he's got his Japanese, his first Japanese album is coming out in January and he released pictures yesterday. Ugh, just perfection. Blonde bacon. <laughs> blonde bacon with forehead. I can't like. It's love of my life. That's a way it's a way. I just I just I'm always thinking of bacon. Um Congratulations to NCT. Make-A-Wish is the fastest NCT music video to reach 100 million wow. views. I'm not surprised. That was so good. And it may be the fastest SM video to reach 100 million. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like that could be the case. So yeah, that's big accomplishment. Not a surprise. It's a surprise I'm watching that all the time. It's just so yeah. good. It's one of my favorite songs. The music video is so good. Yeah. So congratulations to them. They continue to kill it. They're having a monster year. Uh, speaking of monster, Monster X, our boys Monster X, who we were so excited about last week, they've racked up two show wins already for Love Killer. They've got two wins, well deserved and tough competition. So shout out to Monster X. Shout out to Mombebe. It's there's a lot that fans do to help with these mm-hmm. wins, with voting and streaming and. Mambebe has been working really hard to give Monster X, you know, the awards that they so richly deserve. Seriously, it's a great music video. It's a great album. So congratulations to those guys. And let's see. Oh, one more news item. Charity, we've got some competition in the podcast now. <gasps> what? Yeah. I know. Don't freak out. But our guys, Pentagon, oh. Pentagon announced that they're going to be doing a podcast. So... We probably won't be able to understand it. Yeah, That won't be easy for us English speaking American <laughs> right. listeners, but I think that's, it's such a great idea. It, it makes sense. I'm sure a lot of other K-pop guys and groups will follow suit. So congratulations to them. I'm excited for them already. I'm love Pentagon and I'm excited for their online concert in a couple weeks, but I think that's it for news as of now. Let's get to the big thing, Song of the Week. Yes. Charity, what's your Song of the Week? Heaven. Is yes, it? I just, oh, my
1: goodness. It's just – I loved Idea, and I liked Pansy, like I said. But Heaven yeah. is just – I listened to that song probably the most of any song this week.
0: Heaven by Taman is Charity's Song of the Week. So I was very close to picking that. Almost did two weeks with the same <laughs> Song of the Week because it's phenomenal. But I want to give a nod – to Taman's other album, Never Gonna Dance Again, Act 1. I want everyone to listen to a song called Clockwork from Taman. It was um, something off the first album in this series released in September. It's just an interesting song to me. I love it. And I've been listening to it, you know, comparing mm-hmm. these two albums. So I listened to it a lot this week. It's on my mind. So my song of the week is Clockwork by Taman. Taman got the double kill. Yes. We both picked him for songs <laughs> of the week. Well deserved. Congratulations. He's he's killing it. But really, everyone this week put out great stuff. There wasn't a lot I didn't vibe to. So nice week for K-pop. And hopefully you all enjoyed it and you enjoyed listening to us. Thank you for welcoming us into your lives and into your home. We appreciate it. We genuinely really, really appreciate it. And thank you for Communicating with us, you know, please respond on Twitter and shoot us a DM and let us know what we should be listening to. We've gotten some really great recommendations of groups we're going to cover in future episodes from that. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Please continue to do that. Everybody, have a safe and happy weekend. Sending you all love and good vibes. Let's be nice to each other. And yeah, we'll be back next week for episode 26. Did I miss anything, Charity? Are we're all good.
1: We appreciate you guys so much. It's always so fun for us to do this, and we're just happy to have people that want to listen as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Seriously, broken record time, we say every week, (laughs) but thank you. Every week we say it, but we can't say it enough. We're really grateful. We're grateful to be able to do this. We love it so much. K-pop has made a positive impact in our lives, and... We know there's people listening who feel similar and the joy that gives us. It's hard to put into words. Maybe it's why I babble so much, but thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. have a great weekend and we will talk to you same time next week. New episodes drop every Thursday night. Bye. Bye.